The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, you are merciful and gracious. That was our responsorial psalm today, taken from Psalm 86. Lord, you are merciful and gracious. And that was certainly portrayed in that first reading. Jonah wanted God to carry out the evil, quote-unquote evil, he had intended to carry out against the Ninevites. But it's clear that God did not want to do that. And he was happy that Nineveh repented. Jonah, on the other hand, was not so happy. So it just goes to show God's heart, the goodness, the graciousness of God's heart. And then I think in our gospel today, we are given even more confidence in approaching God. And Jesus was obviously so attractive in the way that he prayed, in the way that he was absorbed in his prayer. And it wasn't even so much what he was saying, right? But clearly the words are important insofar as whatever we express in words reflects how we believe and how we feel. And so for Jesus to begin his teaching, for Jesus to reveal how he prays was something very enlightening for his disciples and for us. Father, our Father, as we pray. Our Father. Wow. So... There was this great intimacy, this closeness, this confidence that Jesus had in the Father. Looking back at it, knowing what we know now, that makes sense. But to the disciples there at that time, that was really quite a revelation. That was really shocking that you could relate so familiar, familiarly with God. Yes. Yes. There's a filial relationship that God wants with us as sons and daughters. God wants this filial relationship with us. And it goes even farther than that as we came to discover through Jesus, the bridegroom, the divine bridegroom, loving us as church as his bride, So there's all these different dimensions of God's love for us, the different ways that he relates to us, the different ways that he knows us and loves us. 
So those are all meant to speak to us. God intends for all of those different ways to reach us. And he knows that one may reach us better than another. At the end of the day, they're all metaphors. They're analogies. So on some level, they all fail to completely represent the reality. So as much as we've heard about theology of the body, as much as we've heard about divine mercy, whatever has inspired us to draw closer to God, to want to experience God's love for us more personally, more intimately, all of those analogies, all of those metaphors, all of those explanations, we have to realize that there's more. <laughs> that there's more than even what we've been able to appreciate to this point. But it's meant to inspire us. It's meant to open our minds and hearts to something more. So it's meant to instill confidence. It's meant to draw us to God, who is always drawing near to us. As you've heard me say so many times, God is the protagonist. God is the one taking the initiative, always. He always acts first. God always loves first. God always moves first, because he's God, right? So that should give us some confidence that no matter where I'm at, no matter what I've been through, God is meeting me there and loving me there and wanting to console me and heal me and strengthen me there, wherever there is. And he also understands that even our image of him has been distorted because of sin, our sin, other people's sin. Our image of God has been distorted, so therefore the image of ourselves has been distorted. But he's very patient. He, again, he's merciful and gracious. So he's very understanding of all of those circumstances. But let us be inspired today by his prayer, by his example, by his invitation to open up to all that he wants to give us through his Holy Spirit, through his sacraments, through his word, through each other, yes. Let's be open to receiving all of the graces, all of the love and mercy and light that he wants to pour into our hearts today. We don't have to grasp for it. I was reading a little reflection on Eve and Mary this morning. You know, when Adam and Eve were told not to take and eat the fruit of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it's not to say that God didn't want to give them that. Because it's safe to say he did want to give them that. However, he didn't want them to grasp for it themselves and determine for themselves what was good and what was evil. No, God wanted them to receive that knowledge and that experience little by little, more and more. He wanted them to trust that he was going to give it to them. It was the devil who convinced them to grasp for it, to doubt that God was going to give it to them. 
And so we ask God to help us trust in his goodness and mercy and his love. That we don't have to grasp for it, that we don't have to go searching for it necessarily. But rather he is the one who is with us, who is in us, and who is wanting to pour himself out and to give us every good thing. It may not come immediately, you know? Let's face it, we live in a fast food society, and so we're so used to having things now. And we, we get addicted to convenience, in a sense. Not that convenience is bad, but we can get addicted to convenience. Some people might call it instant gratification, but it's more than that, right? It's, it's convenience. We have a hard time waiting, but in the waiting, he's in the waiting, right? He's in the waiting. And as we wait, what's happening is that our desires grow and our capacity grows, our capacity to receive more. Our hearts are expanding as we wait and as we long, as we ache for more of God. So we ask him to help us be patient and to be trusting to wait on him and to know that he is in the waiting. Amen. Amen. Amen.